it's really late and I can't sleep. I can't sleep for various reasons, but one reason is that I sat down today to write for 15 minutes. I mean, that's like the bare minimum for me. And I ended up working on my book proposal for two hours for my next book and completed a pretty decent first draft um, minus the sample chapters and the competitive analysis. But all of the description and, you know, chapter outline and topics and all of that is in there. So I sent it to someone I trust to give me edits and feedback and suggestions. And I expected it to be turned around um, maybe within a couple weeks. But she sent it back to me tonight. <laughs> so, of course, I read it. And now I'm thinking about her feedback and edits and suggestions and which sample chapters I need to keep working on and how I need to approach the competitive analysis. So that's one reason I'm not sleeping. The other reasons I'm not sleeping don't really have much to do with writing, although just about everything has something to do with writing because it's so entwined with everything. Um, I could write five essays about all of the reasons I'm still awake right now. I won't do that, though. No one has time for that. I did read a poem tonight earlier by Katie Ford from one of her books of poems, which I should know. It's um, If You Have to Go, and it was Sonnet... One of the sonnets. Which one was it that I liked? I think 36. I tweeted it. <laughs> if you follow me on Twitter, you can go look at it. I'm sitting in the dark, so... Maybe I'll mention it in my next entry. But um, it's a really good poem. And it made me want to just read poems all day tomorrow. So that may be what I do. I'm supposed to see a friend... Um, and have a Zoom conversation with another friend. And I'm seriously thinking about canceling everything because this week has been horrendous on many levels. And this morning I felt better, but I just am exhausted in my capacity. I mean, everyone I know, especially all of the writers I know, like we're just not good with capacity right now. Like our capacity for all of the things is so much lower than it used to be because of the pandemic and because of trauma and all of the stuff that we're experiencing and have experienced over the past year and a half and our whole lives, I guess. I'm just tired and I, it's like I have to stop. I have to slow down and I have to rest and and I have to write and do my work because it feeds me and it nourishes me and keeps me from being admitted to a psychiatric facility. Um, I really think I would not be well mentally if I stopped writing, so... Anyway, capacity. I think a lot of us just don't have 
much capacity anymore for all of the things we want to do. And I'm trying to be okay with not doing all of the things I want to do, or at least like spreading them out so that, you know, say there's five things I want to do for work or writing or life. And normally, or in the past, pre-COVID, I would do those five things over the course of five days. Now I may do those five things over the course of 10 days. And that's just how I'm approaching things now. And But what that means is that I'm slower and I don't respond to people as quickly as I should. And I have a huge to-do list and... I rest a lot and watch reality TV shows and read books and poems and essays and write when I can and read and research when I can. I meet with my spiritual direction clients, which is fantastic. I have three or four appointments a week usually. And I mean, one reason I love those sessions with my clients who are writers is um, we just don't get to talk about writing that much. Like people in my life that aren't writers, which most of the people in my life aren't writers, they don't want to talk about writing. I mean, they'll listen to me and they'll, you know, encourage me or whatever, but it's, it's different. You know, there's not much of a conversation happening. They'll ask questions and I'll respond and try to describe things. But, you know, speaking to a writer about writerly things, especially writers of faith about writerly things, is just a different ballgame. And it's one reason why when I, you know, walked into my first residency for my MFA program at Seattle Pacific. And, you know, it's all these people who care about the intersection of art and faith and people who are writers and readers. And like, I found my people finally, you know, it's 40 years old and finally found my people. So all of these people live all over the world, country, world. And, um, But doing spiritual direction, I have those same sorts of conversations. I mean, it's different, and I'm doing a lot more listening. Um, But there's that deep connection over things that I'm passionate about, um, faith and writing and art and soul issues. And um, I like it. It makes me feel less alone.